You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Daniel chapter 7, same 7, 9 and 10. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancients of days did sit. Host garments, remember, until the ancients of days came and judgment. Now, it's taking on telling us how the ancients of days come. Did sit. Host garment was white as snow, and whose hair, all right, like pure wool, and his throne like the fairy flame, his wheels like burning fire. And fairy stream issued and came forth before him. Don't forget this verse that we're going to see to Revelation. Thousands, thousands, thousands ministered unto him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set. The books were opened. In other words, as they ministered unto him, the judgment was set. The books were opened. So it's when judgment is given to a person that they can possess the kingdom. For example, all right, Jesus, when he went to Lazarus, and this is what happened with Jesus, they told him, they said, Lazarus is sick. Now, you remember, just get the scale, that they had been stoned out of that place and they left that particular place. That's why when he said, let's go back. They said, but they just stoned us here and we left that place because of this stoning. How is it that we are going back to this place? So what had happened was, they said Lazarus was sick. Jesus went, all right, say two days. He was praying. All right? And then they didn't come to tell him Lazarus was dead, but he got up and said, let us go and wake Lazarus up because he sleeps. In other words, he knew Lazarus had died. He had received, all right, the verdict concerning him. He said, let's go and wake him up. When Jesus got there, I want to see something here. Because Paul came and said, Hacking unto me, sir. You should have hacking unto me. And he said it publicly. But he said it publicly because privately in prayer, he had got that judgment. Until the judgment came, Paul did not encourage anybody. We did not hear him say, don't worry about it. God is with us. I'm in this boat. I'm an apostle. You didn't hear him say that. He didn't say, listen to me, let me tell you, the scripture says this. He didn't say that. He withdrew long abstinence. It wasn't just positive talk. And then the seals were opened to Paul. An angel showed up and said, here is the judgment concerning this. And he says, Sirs, let me tell you what's going to happen. Nobody is going to die here. Only the sheep will be destroyed and all of our possession." God has given me, everybody was silent. The master that was talking before that time and said, we will go, we will go. He said, is that what we should do? The kingdom came there. And that's a responsibility in situation. I want to show how this happened. Jesus also, when he got to Lazarus, now I want you to understand this. You have to make the pronouncement after the judgment is given. If you don't make the pronouncement, it will work. Jesus got the answer and he told them, he said, he told said, listen, I only said this publicly, the Father, thank you, because you hear me always, so that you will hear and know, because I know God has heard me. So God had heard him. He had prayed about Lazarus. God had heard him. God had answered his prayer, but Lazarus was still in the grave. Until Jesus said, with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. The Bible says, and when he had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, 
Lazarus, come forth. If he never said Lazarus, come forth, even though the prayer was answered, there will have been no manifestation. So you have to declare, but you only declare after you have received the judgment. Do you get what I'm saying? Any other thing are just motivational words that can be like therapy, but it is not going to change the dynamics of that particular thing. All right? It's just going to simply be like therapy. The dynamics of that thing are not going to be changed. It will remain the same. So how does the judgment come? The ancient of their seats, and then judgment, the book is opened, and then judgment is given. So our responsibility as Christians is to interpret everything we go through, all right, in the light of what is called the prophetic word. Now, let me explain that, which means that everything that you are going through as a Christian, there is something that one or two or three of the prophets have said in specific terms concerning that thing. There is a judgment in the scriptures that addresses the issue that you are facing. And your business there is to not to react to a situation with your flesh, but by the Holy Ghost to get the judgment written, pronounce it, so that every single, that's what the scripture says, the whole of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. All right? That it should come with this judgment so that we can be caught up into their glorious liberty. The way those chaps were caught up into the liberty of Paul. You see what he did there? In other words, they were all saved because Paul came with judgment. You see it? Why are you silent? You see it? So you're watching in a company and the company is going down. You are not supposed to be the one also saying, ah, useless bosses. Don't mind them. This is a soon record. Have you found where you're supposed to go to? You have, ah, now about to move on. That's not how you're supposed to be here. You are supposed to get, all right? Ah, you say, well, if I do that and this useless boss, and then they'll be back on top again. Don't worry about that. You now have received skill. When you start your own, you will know how to turn things around. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's something inside the book of Proverbs. Let me quickly show you that. Everything you confront. First Peter chapter 1, and let's read from verse 5. Quickly. First Peter 1 and verse 5. You are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Now follow this. That's the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, which is what's happening, you might be found unto praise, honor, and glory at the appearing of Jesus in that situation. Whom have you not seen, you love. And whom though now you seem not, yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable. Receiving the end of your faith, 
the salvation of your souls. So it says your faith is being tried, receiving the end or the goal of your faith or the outcome of that test. When your faith has produced results, it will be the what? Let's put it back there. The salvation of your souls. Now look at what it says next. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired. That is what should come out of that test you are going through. The prophets inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come to you in that situation. When they searched, look at what happened, verse 11. Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. In other words, they were prophesied and they said, ah, what are these things we are saying? Describing that they took his garment. They smell, he said, oh, nothing like this is happening. And they're talking about things and, and all of that. And it shall be done. And I said, what are we prophesying? This thing doesn't make sense. It's not happening now. So they went to God and God said, listen. Your tongue is a pen of a ready writer. I'm using your tongue to write my will for the church age. This is my will I am writing. They are inheritant. It is not for you. It is for people that are coming. So when they enter into any situation, you have said something about what will come out of it. But they searched. Let's see there now. It says, searching what? And they inquired diligently. That's what we are not doing. What time? And it was revealed unto them, verse 12, Unto him it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us did they minister these things, which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things, like the prophet said, angels desire to look into. So the grace to help you is locked up in the book of the prophets. That's why Jesus came and said, I have got my own judgment concerning my own life and ministry. And he said, this is the judgment. And he, I quote Isaiah 60. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your eyes, your ears. When John the Baptist came, they said, what is this? He said, I will tell you the judgment written concerning this ministry. It is at the voice of one crying in the wilderness. This is the judgment. All right? That's the judgment that is written. Everybody that has that trajectory, you just start seeing multitude. People just started coming from where they got judgment. All right? The books were open. They got, listen to me, we didn't just go and start opening centers everywhere. I got judgment from God before I moved. And it's the judgment there that rests on the center there. I got judgment. If you ask me, I can sit you down now and show you and trace, I've showed the leaders and traced it from the scriptures, their conclusion. Will it work? It has worked. Look at it. It's a judgment that is written, that he opens up. Isaiah 51. Let me show you what he said here. This is so important. Isaiah 51, verse 1. It says, it says, all right, hearken unto me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look to the rock from whence you are hewn, and to the hole from whence you are digged. Look to Abraham, your father, and Sarah that bore you. I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. How did he get the blessing? He says, the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort her waste places and he will make her wilderness like the Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there in thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Verse 4. Hexing unto me, my people, and give ear unto me, O my nation. For a law shall proceed from me and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of the people. In other words, Abraham had the verdict of God on his life. Then he went out. 
You fought Abraham, you are fighting the judgment of God on him. God's verdict that this land is yours. So in concluding here, those prophetic words are sealed. All right? So how do we do it? Revelation chapter 5 verse 1 to 9. And I said all of that to say this. I want to show you that the necessity of judgment to offer prayer. All right, to God, persistent prayer. But with that prayer, you do this. I saw at the right hand of him that sat on a throne, on the throne, a book written. So a book was written. That's where the judgment were. And on the backside, sealed with seven seals. So it's like the book was written, but the book was sealed. And verse 2. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a vowel voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor in the earth, neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much. Why were they weeping? It means we will never get the judgment of God on our issues. And the horn will keep defeating us. I wept much because no man was worthy to open the book and to read, neither to look thereon. That's why in your own life, you can't run to pastor and say, what's the judgment about this? Do you understand what I'm saying? You can't say he'll give you his own counsel. He may be right, he may be wrong. He may be totally wrong. All right? Are you following what I'm saying? Except the gift of the Holy Ghost, word of wisdom, is in operation and manifestation. That's the only way you can be accurate. And one of the elders said, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals. Verse 6. And beheld now, when they said that, then they showed them protocol. In the midst of the throne and of four beasts, and in the midst of the elders. So you have now been, the blood has given you access into the holiest of all, but that place is not your, it's not your sitting room. You can't just go there and say, listen to me, daddy, God is my daddy, I'll just enter and do it. That's not how they behave in the place. If they give you access to the president's um, office, you don't go there and, and put food down and be eating and say, you know, we are just that, you know, it's, it's my friend. You'll be carried out of that office without the president's permission. They will come and carry you out of the place. Those who are in charge of protecting the dignity of that office will carry you out of the place. And you won't talk. You behave that way, the angels will come and tell you, Chief, we know the blood was shed, but this is not how they behave here. So look at what it says here. And four base, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, and seven spirits of God into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having, now look at what they had, having every one of them harps and the golden vials full of odors, which were the prayers of the saints. Now the saints had been praying, but the book was still closed. Do you get what I'm saying here? You say, well, I've been praying about it. I've been praying about it. I don't know what God is saying. It's not only prayer that causes the book to open. To that prayer, you must add something. 
That's what is here. The book was still sealed. Now they had prayed about it. So they took the prayer, which is important. We said one by one the prayer. They took the prayer and then they now went there and to that prayer, let's go back to that verse. Go back to that verse there. All right. It says, full of all those who are the prayers of the saints. Verse 9. It says then, and they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us, all right, to God, by thy blood from every, see how powerful blood confessions are, of the tongue, people, and nation. And he began to sing and has made us, which means this how we are going to be kings and priests and reign on this earth through this book. And beheld, I heard the loud voice of many angels, this we saw this in Daniel, about the throne, the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That's exactly what Daniel said when the ancients of death sat before the judgment was given. We saw them ministering thousands. So you join them in ministering unto the Lord in worship there. And then it tells us the next verse there, saying with a loud voice, what is the lamb? Verse 13, and it tells us, all right, to every creature that is here, blessing, honor. And then chapter 6, that's the next verse will be chapter 6, I believe. Verse 1. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. After worship, then we say we answered their prayer and they opened it. Do you see what it? Look at Revelation chapter 8. You will see it again. Prayer alone wasn't enough. Revelation 8, verse 1. Prayer alone is not. And when he had opened the seventh seal, this was at the end of the ceiling now, it was now for sounding of trumpet. There was silence in heaven again for about the space of an hour, half an hour. And I saw seven angels that stood before God. To them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having golden center, and there was given to him much incense that he should do what? Offer it with, with, with the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. Verse 4, and the, and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints. Incense has to worship, has got to go up. With the prayer, ascended before God out of the angel's hand. Verse 5, and the angel took the censer, filled it with the fire of altar, which means every time heaven moved, it wasn't only on prayer, it was worship mixed with what? Prayer. That's what I can share with you. That. So you find out that. Some people say, well, we just pray, we just pray, we just pray. That's why it says Paul and Silas prayed. But when they sang praises, that's when it was complete. When they began to minister unto the Lord, when they began to worship God, and started ministering. We don't spend time doing that. Everybody says, oh, but God, do this for me. Oh, God, God says, listen, you got to minister. That's the secret there. And you start ministering, and you start worshiping him. That's when the books are open. That's when you will see what is written concerning that issue. And as you worship him and worship him further, that's when the trumpet, which is your confession now, will sound. All right? It's in an atmosphere of worship and worshiping God. Not just, oh God, yes, you pray. You push in prayer. You persist and mix it with worship. Mix it with worship. And as you mix it with worship over that issue, saying, Jesus, you are Lord over this thing. All right? The devil ain't Lord over this. You are Lord over this. And there's something written in the book concerning this. And you worship him that you are the one who has prevailed to open the book. Jews knew that in Judaism. When they used to pray in Judaism, they knew that when incense is being offered to God is when you should throw your prayer points into it. So when the Bible says it was the turn of Zechariah to offer up incense, it tells us in Luke 
there were much people, if you can find that scripture, without that were praying at the time of the incense. Much people, it says that the whole multitude of people were praying without, all right, which means one person was allowed to go into offer incense. They were praying without at the time, which means the time of prayer coincided with when incense was being offered up because they knew something God had taught them that your prayers will be stuck on the earth. It is incense that carries your prayer to heaven. So the protocol of heaven that you are going into, the holiest of all, Satan is on the outside doing stuff. The protocol of heaven, know it. That when I want to go and get judgment, Father, I'm praying about this. You go there in worship there, and then the king says, so what is your request? And then you make your request, and you worship him. And then he opens the seals to you and says, that's the answer to your prayer. The answer to your prayer is not when something happens on the outside. The answer to your prayer comes when the seal is removed. With the seal being removed, you say, Father, I thank you and you worship him. And now you can publicly declare, hear me very well, this is exactly what is going to happen. Because you have gotten the verdict. This is the Christian message. All right? The Bible tells us no man could remove that seal. Only Jesus. That's why even Jesus in his ministry, when he said, who do you say that I am? And Peter got it right. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. All right? And that's why you have to. That's why Paul said, make your request known unto God with what? Thanksgiving. That word there is oratory praise. In other words, don't pray without their being. That's why you find Paul writing, saying, I cease not to give thanks, making mention of you in my word, prayers. But he says, I cease not to give thanks. Look at that. He says, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention. The, the, the weight was on thanksgiving. Do you see what he said there? I cease not, making what? Mention of you in my prayers. But I'm full of thanksgiving and worship unto to God for you. And that's how the thing operates. So, what's our calling here? Anything that happens around you, you have the responsibility to bring the verdict of God, the sentence of God. You withdraw. It's not about discussing with people. It's not about how do we settle a score. It's not about who is right or who is wrong. God will show who is right by his judgment. Are you following what I'm saying? God will show who is right by his judgment. All right? Every, nobody had to say it. Everybody knew that Potiphar's wife lied. Even she herself would have come and said, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. All right? Once judgment comes, everybody that is in the theater comes under that judgment. Everybody comes under the judgment. Even Joseph's brothers, because the judgment had come. Right? The Bible says he was bound in, 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 in affliction until the time that his word came. Once the word comes and the judgment comes, then he settles it. And the king sent for him and loosed him, which meant that the king sending for him was the effect of that judgment. So you pronounce it and you declare it out of your lips there. All right? And that's the judgment and the sentence of God. And then it now moves up, all right, into, into something else. So that's God's sentence. You get it. And moves up. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice, Lord. Whatever they are facing today, whatever test or trial that they are going through, 
There is something that is written concerning it. Every single thing has been covered. I therefore ask in the name of Jesus that as they offer worship unto you in their private space, that you lift up the seals over the word of God and cause them to see the judgment, that as they pronounce it, they will experience your faithfulness and mercy in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. This podcast is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.
The Covenant Nation Centers now open at Yaba, Igomu, Leki, Maryland, Festac, Songotedo, Ikorodu, Isolo, Igondo, and Ikeja. The Palms Center, Genesis Cinema Palms Shopping Mall, Leki Ekpe Expressway, Heritage Cinemas, Heritage Mall, Abulegba, Lagos. Do you live around any of these centers or you plan to invite someone? Come and enjoy an uncommon time of the word and worship in God's presence. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's program. To listen to the full message or any other messages, please visit www.elibrary.insightsforliving.org And to find out more about the Covenant Nation, visit www.insightsforliving.org Or download the C3 Live app on Android or iOS. God bless you.